Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who comes from the Father, he will testify on my behalf. You also are to testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. I did not say these things to you from the beginning, because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you asked me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I did not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove the world wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because they do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father and you will see me no longer. About judgment, because the ruler of this world has been condemned. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise be to you, Lord Christ. I speak to you in the name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Did you ever have a time in your life when so many things were happening at the same time that it made your head swim. Maybe you felt like you were being pulled in so many directions that you just wanted to cover your ears and close your eyes and walk away. Here is a personal example. In just the past few days, my wife Linda Kay and I moved into a new home which is considerably smaller than the house in which we lived for 27 years. We dealt with packers and movers that needed to know what goes where, and with TV technicians trying to establish the internet and Wi-Fi connections, with MLGW and AT&T companies needing address changes and instructions on the further use of their services. Then there were neighbors and friends just popping in to see our new home or to drop off food. All good, of course, but where would we put all that stuff? The thought of abruptly leaving town occurred to me, but that idea did not go over well with my spouse. We just had too much stuff and the, too many boxes to open. I suspect that many of you can identify with our predicament. 
An equally perplexing situation existed for the disciples of Jesus in the lesson today from the Acts of the Apostles. They were gathered together 50 days after Easter and the Resurrection to celebrate the festival of Pentecost and the fall harvest and the commemoration of God's law being handed down to Moses on Mount Sinai. Having received unwelcome news about Jesus on several occasions, the disciples now hoped to gain some solace and peace at this festival. No doubt they were still a bit on edge and with raw emotions when suddenly their senses were bombarded by the rush of a violent wind which shook the whole house in which they were staying. Surely their fears and anxiety were stoked even further by the appearance of fiery red tongues which descended from who knows where and rested just on or above their heads. It must have seemed that they were engulfed in red flames, fueled by the fierce wind and the cacophony of voices around them speaking in many different languages all at the same time. This chaotic scene caused some bystanders to wonder if the group had uncorked a few bottles of well-aged wine. The affected disciples, as well as the other followers of Jesus, now numbering over 100, wanted to know what all this meant. The apostle Peter, whom Jesus would refer to later as the rock on which his church would be built, despite his previous mishaps and misunderstandings. Peter rose to the occasion, explaining that these people were not drunk at nine o'clock in the morning. In an effort to offer some hope and inspiration, Peter quoted some rather poetic words from the prophet Joel. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and upon your sons and daughters, your who shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, both men and women. In those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. In this context, as well as for us today, to prophesy means truth-telling and naming the places and ways where God is active in this world. To prophesy would mean recognizing that one's life has been transformed by the Holy Spirit and one is open to describing how that has happened and what it means at that time to them. This is all good news for the disciples. And they, once they had recovered from the cosmic images that they had just experienced, fortified by God's promises described in the prophet Joel's, Joel's message, they are now equipped to carry on the ministry of Jesus and make disciples of all nations, all peoples, and all cultures. And are now offered all are now offered the gift of God's grace and love.
God's word will trans transcend any and all barriers. What does all this mean for us on Pentecost Sunday, 2021? It means we all are children of God and are called to prophesy ourselves to become a priesthood of believers. It means that we celebrate Pentecost Sunday 50 days after Easter and as the birthday of the formation of the Christian church. It means we acknowledge the mystery of faith and sometimes it is just that, something intangible with scripture whose messages are sometimes obtuse, even confusing, even paradoxical. It means that sometimes we have to wait for the time when God's intentions for us become clearer. It means that the times when we are surrounded by fiery red flames and violent winds, we know that God stands beside us, providing us with the shelter of his outstretched loving arms. Pentecost means for us that the presence of Christ lingers on with us through the Holy Spirit, sometimes called the Advocate in the Gospel of John. Pentecost calls us to look for ways the Holy Spirit is guiding us, and the new ways of being, and thinking, and acting. It beckons us to see how God is active in our lives today, and to look inward, and to see who we are today and who we would like to become and to look forward to that great and glorious day when everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So here we are today, gathered in this sacred space, some with masks and some without, some young and some old, men and women, sons and daughters, all part of a loving parish family, now eager to greet each other, to sing together, and receive spiritual nourishment from the Holy Eucharist together. Let us continue to see visions and dream dreams. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it.